Brandon, Justin Truce, and Danny for coming to you with the 300th episode of Talking Football. Uh, another milestone, another record that we're just, you know, knocking down here as we keep moving forward. Um, it's been a great run. It's been a lot of fun. We've had, you know, multiple changes through the show's history. But one thing that's remained consistent is that we've been talking ball the whole damn time. And it has been very enjoyable. And this has been a season full of great bets, some bad bets, a little bit of being on heaters, a little bit of just kind of being in the doghouse. You know what I mean? You're you all three start to do the show. Someone's got to leave a little early. And as soon as they do, you go, hey, you know, what? I'm going to be honest with you. He's just been doing dog shit lately. Like this guy's not good at betting at all. Like we should we should not take that all. Like I'm gonna absolutely smash the exact opposite of all the bets he just mentioned on the show. So glad he dipped off here uh, this afternoon. Happened to yours truly. But again, this year's been a lot of fun, boys. 300th episode. Uh, it's great to reach this point and to be here doing the show with you guys. And I'm excited for another great week of bets here and uh, another round of, of football in the NFL and college world. Absolutely. I, it's crazy, man. Like Austin, I mean, everybody's probably sick of hearing the story, but like us not knowing happy each other. Years. Yeah. Happy four years, almost five. Um, But like not knowing you. And now all of a sudden here we are like almost five years later, 300 episodes. It's awesome. Dan also had no idea you were a human on this earth until Twitter and this and other podcasts. And here we are boys, just best friends. Just hanging out. Just the, just the three best friends that anyone could have. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of best friends, Austin, my guy. Yeah. Me versus you. Year one championship in our dynasty league. I know. I'm ready for um, it. Yeah, I'm just excited to be here. I've never really been in this position before, so I'm kind of, you know, surprised. I don't really know what to do. Uh, really just, I'm just kind of confused on the situation. I don't know what to do with my hands. It's kind of one of those moments, right? This is an um, audio only podcast, Austin. Yeah. But we, we all get the jokes. <laughs> we know what I'm doing here. Um, But at the same time, it's like, I, I probably shouldn't be in this championship game because you almost jinxed me. Yeah, I did. Like, I did. You're like, oh, your odds, you know, we're, we're talking live here and as the game was going on because just kind of set the scene going into the last game of the night of the week, excuse me, in this matchup. And the person I was playing had Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and uh, a defensive end for the Ravens all playing. And Patrick Queen. And Patrick Queen. Thank you. Yep. And I'm just sitting here like, son of a bitch. This, this is not good. I'm going to lose. And I was up by 20. And I had Fred Warner – and OBJ playing on my team. That was it. Fred Warner had another fantastic game. He did. Pretty yeah. much the reason why I won it. Yes. And for Brock Purdy throwing for four interceptions. <laughs> helped me out a ton. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was exciting. You get into the championship game by two or three points. And I just know I'm going to get absolutely annihilated by you in this next matchup. So I just want to go ahead and be the first one to congratulate you on uh, winning the inaugural uh, league here, Dynasty League, that we, we've put together this year. I like how you're trying uh, to change me. I like that. I would just like to point out really quick that nobody in that league has won a damn thing except me uh, because last week was the <laughs> finale of the Toilet Bowl, which I won to get the one-on-one pick. So um, out of the three of us, the only person who's actually won something in that league is me. I think that's uh, I think it's really important for everybody to know. That is. That is <laughs> I can't wait for you to fuck it up and take Caleb Williams. Dude, I – Hey, does this sound come through, by the way? No. No. Nope. Okay. Never mind. It was like a fart noise or something. I no. I have an audio interface here, and it has like some noises, kind of like. Well, I just heard something though. Turned into it. 
Anyways, all right. Um, No, it's right. I'll let you guys have the fantasy success because uh, here on Talking Football, we know who the lead dog is uh, lately in picks. So I'll just keep that one. You are dominating this year. Um, I I just went on just way too long of a cold streak. And by that, I mean like six weeks. Like it was just rough. Like, We've all been there. I mean, you know, uh, get ready to peek behind the curtain. Was it beginning? Yeah. November 4th, the week after November 4th, I was a game under 500. Yeah. And I remember, I think that's when I was like, I wish our listeners knew how terrible I feel about this and how much we care about it. And since then we've just, we've been on fire. Been on fire. Yeah. So, so oh, it does man. feel weird to not have trees winning right now. Doesn't it Austin? Like, I don't know uh, what to do. It feels like one of those, like, it's about team time moments, you know, it was like finally someone's knocked off the king. Um, but I almost just don't want to give him that much praise at the same time because his ego is already big enough. There's no need to keep stroking it. No, right. No and the season's not over. But here's the thing he already and knows. I don't, and he I don't want to have a parade. Doing. He knows. How I don't want to have a. This. You guys are just talking to a chance. It's what not are you guys doing? <laughs> I hate you guys. You guys are purposely doing this at this point, aren't you? What? No, I mean, think about it, Tracy. You know, everything we do, you always win. I mean, the fantasy league, we talked about it. you're already going to whoop Austin's ass this weekend. The picks, I'm up by what, 14, 15 games? And it feels like in a week, you're going to make that up and take the lead. That's why I can't even hardly celebrate winning. It just feels like it's inevitable. Yeah. You know, you're like Thanos of our football world. I mean, you just win. So, you know, when we have this little ray of sunshine and hope, we're not sure what to do with it. Because, like, we're worried that that sunshine we see is actually just a nuclear bomb you dropped. That's fair. That's fair. But I, I will say, I just don't even feel like I, I, I'm, I'm just not seeing the board clear, like, for since, like, Halloween, honestly. So, here's I the board. Can you yep, see there it? it is. There see it. Yeah, I do see it. He, so, he heard but, it, folks. He sees it clear. But what I it's was an audio saying. audio-only podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was saying is you guys were just talking over each other for, like, 15 seconds there like the, people are going to be listening to that yeah. podcast and be like what the fuck just happened um yes they were just talking over each other it was great just a lot of praise to you yeah it was, it a, was. but it's a trisivia for the listeners they gotta is. figure out what we said it is but you know how i was like yeah i'm just not seeing it like broken you know all that kind of reminds me of a few offenses that we need to dive into right now Oh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Am I right? <laughs> no, that is Kansas that City is right. Am I right? I literally was saying. I, was I said say the same thing back. Yeah. yeah, but both of our offenses are just broken trash. I kind of just like want to know what Jacksonville doesn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. I know they still control agree. their. They, like, like they the just Chiefs. don't. Sorry. Like they. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But like they just don't. Right. I'm just like man. Like so bad, man. They're just they're just broken. That's the only way I can put it. And I mean, I will say, like, I mean, it also does not help that Trevor in like six weeks has done MCL sprain, high ankle sprain, concussion, now an AC sprain. Like four injuries in six weeks is pretty brutal. Like he can't throw anything because like I think it just hurts him to move. So he's like overthrowing everything because I don't think he can like step into anything. Did you guys in high school have that kid who was kind of like a a little bit of a dickhead and like got a sports car like as his first car and just beat the hell out of it? 
because yeah, that's actually. how I feel about Trevor Lawrence. Like here is this young know, generational quarterback. He's the sports car. He's the, he's the convertible red Corvette with hood scoops and loud pipes, V8, all that stuff. And the Jaguars have just beat the piss out of him. Whether it be O-line injuries, urban Meyer, whatever it might be in his career, they, that poor young man has just had the absolute worst run yeah. of care around a quarterback and he just keeps coming back for more. He does. He does. And we're all like, just listen, you know, if if you get the timing right on the engine, this thing can go. This thing's gonna run. I it's gonna it. you know win you every race. And and we've seen glimpses of it, but and then we see you put in the wrong oil, and it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, come on, man. It's brutal, man. But I'm like premium I mean, fuel only. Yeah. It's just crazy that they still control their own destiny after what this last month has been like for them. They haven't they they're 0-4 in the last month, still control their own destiny. They have the literally the worst team in the league this weekend in the Panthers, and then they have the fuck the Titans. Of course, it would be the Titans that would could throw everything off. Like It's just that. But anyways, enough about the Jags. Like, I think it's clear that they, they still need help. I will say Cam Robinson's probably coming back this week, and they're like 7-1 and one with him this year, and then whatever, 1-6 and like six without Ooh. him. Um, how do you feel about the Panthers being, I believe, six and seven on American soil and two and zero oh outside of the country? Uh, sorry, you mean the Jaguars, not the Panthers? Oh yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, Jaguars. I mean, same joke, different day. I mean, like, I mean, I've heard that joke. Uh, let me check my math. Yeah, nine thousand three hundred fifty-two times. So, like, yeah, <laughs> so I, it's still funny though. It's still funny. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like, um, maybe let me check my math real quick. <laughs> That's good math. It is. Idiot. <laughs> um, but damn it, that should not have been that funny. <laughs> yeah, let's get over. Let's get over to the Chiefs, though. Like, let's not. <laughs> so you were at the game, which yep. sorry, sorry about that. Like, but like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, what the fuck has happened to this team? Like, um. I mean, so I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet. Yeah, Got to go to the game with a buddy. He works for a construction company here in the area. Got to go for free. It was a lot of fun. Great atmosphere. But, like, you're sitting here watching the game, and you just kind of start to realize everything that's going wrong with this team throughout this entire season in a nutshell of that football game is just the timing. Like, you'll see a drive where the offense looks good. They go down and they score. And you don't and you don't see it again for like another six drives. And then you see the defense of the Raiders. They're not worried about anything over the top. So they're just gonna set everyone underneath and they're gonna blitz the shit out of Mahomes. It's just constant pressure. And he got hit so many times in that football game. Like it was the like Max Crosby versus Patrick Mahomes quarterback type of episode, right? Where it's just Mahomes is kind of bitching to the ref, like, hey, like, you know, like knock it off with the the after like I don't have the ball quit hitting me. Like it was just like that all game. But it was like it it worked for the Raiders. And it's what kept them <laughs> in a position to force Mahomes to make mistakes and to make errors because he doesn't trust anybody else on the team. And the timing of penalties, uh, a missed field goal, like those mishaps, defensive penalties. But like again, you look at it and you say, okay, so the Raiders, they have 60 passing yards all in the first quarter, and they don't complete another pass for the rest of the football game. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, you look at Mahomes' numbers, 243 passing yards, a touchdown interception. You're just like, okay, hey, like, that's not a bad game. 
I think he was like 25 of 44 passing. It's like, okay, like that's that's an average, below average Mahomes football game. I'm sure they come out with a victory. No, they lose because they gave up two touchdowns on offense in seven seconds, and they can't overcome it. So yesterday, do the mic'd up podcast. Mello uh, was on on a Christmas, so I did it solo. And I really just decided, like, okay, I'm going to do a whole segment on the Chiefs, and I'm going to take a deep dive into these stats. And once I really started looking at it, it's like this offense is the same as it was last year, aside from the fact that they are last in the league this season in terms of, and this is a very advanced stat, the average depth of a target when the target is targeted. So it's pretty much like, okay, this is where the receiver was out on the field when Mahomes went to throw him the ball. This is how far he was down the field. 6.2 yards. That is 31st in the league right now. Last year, it was about seven yards, and they were 22nd in the league with that. This year, yards before the catch. So every time Mahomes makes that throw to somebody where they then come down with the reception, they are also last in the league at 4.1 yards. So that, that means the receiver has to be two yards closer than the average depth of what they have so far this season for them to catch the ball. That's in last place. Last year, it was five and a half yards, and they were 21st in the league. Still not great. In drops, that's all we've talked about this season. They lead the league in 37, 6.7%. Last year through the whole season, they had 34. We didn't talk about it as much last year. 34 drops in the regular season. That's still a ton. And I know they have two more games. But it's not the drops of the season. It's the timing of the drops. It's what happens when they drop it. It's you know the ball going through the receiver's hand and landing in a DB's lap, and they take it back to the house. Or, you know, is, there's just an interception. You're sitting here looking at it, you're like, yeah, it's just the same team as it was last year. Just things aren't going their way. And they don't have the capability to make up for it anymore like they did in years past. And that's just the difference. And it stinks. But at the same time with this, the body language was garbage. There's nobody stepping up and making a difference. It's all Mr. Nice Guy. Like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Like, no, like, you guys need to have a team meeting and just be cutthroat and honest. This last football game, Kadarius Tony didn't play. Sky Moore didn't play. Zero snaps. But still, it's like you don't have anything else to replace that. Like you don't have anybody else that's going to make anything happen after the catch. And that's the annoying part. Yeah. Because they lead the league right now in yards after catch. So, like the explosion or the, you know, being able to, think, to make things happen after the catch is still there for this offense because you were, you led it in the league last year and you're doing it this year too. It's just not happening for you. It's annoying. So, like, right now, what changes, if you had to guess, you know, put on your Veach hat, mm-hmm. what changes would you see going into next year? Because I've already heard rumors, and I don't think they're true, but rumors about, you know, Travis Kels looking disinterested and how he might retire at the end of the year because he doesn't. By the way, I said that to you, like, two or, like, what, like, three weeks ago, Dan? And I also oh, seriously? still. Yeah, I texted you. I still believe it, actually. I, I think Travis Kelsey, it feels like he's done. I I think it feels like I'm sick of getting beat up. Like it, it, that. I mean, a lot of players say that, right? You like, sure did. Yeah. On uh, on December 17th, there you go, sorry. Kelsey feels like he's done with football. It, it just feels like he. It, it comes across as you're watching on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, It's not like that they don't love football anymore, and a lot of players say this all the time when they retire. It was like... I just got sick of waking up sore and get like having to have surgeries and waking up beat up and stuff like that. And that's why a lot of players retire. They're just like, I'm done with yeah. that. Like it's and his, not- um, his brother like- is done at the end of the year, right? Yes. Yep. So they yes. could go podcast together, do the, the Manning thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know Better. if it would be exactly I mean, that, but I could, you know, they're getting a lot of run 
right now in like the podcast world. So I could see oh. them trying to do something. It's it's worked before for McAfee. You know, you've, you've seen it. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I think depending on how this year ends, I could see him coming back for one more run with Mahomes and then having, you know, another reliable receiving target to kind of give him more openings in the middle of the field to, because this year has been tough. And, you know, I completely agree with that. He has seemed very disinterested, but I also think it's just due to the fact of I'm not getting like, I'm not having any fun moments. I'm not having any of these fun plays that, you know, get the energy through the roof and get the crowd pumping teams don't respect the other receivers. So they're going to beat the shit out of Kelsey. And they have like this year, like they've just mauled him and he's had his own fair share of drops. He's had his own fair share of fumble. You know what I mean? Turnovers, you know, penalties. We saw the home that the helmet throw on the sideline on Christmas day. He talked about it on the podcast today. It's just like, it's, they're just pissed and they're frustrated. And the point that I made on doing mic'd up yesterday was that this is where the chiefs do miss Eric B You know, we can sit here and say, Hey, Hey, this is Matt Nagy, like play calling. It's garbage. We didn't know he was play calling last year with Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid. We don't know again this year. But the do, the thing that we do know with Eric Bieniemy, and he said it in his press conference when he got the job with Washington, was it's my responsibility to make sure guys are in position to make plays and be ready and not make mistakes. That's what was so good with Kansas City's offense is that they didn't make these dumb boneheaded mistakes. You didn't have a guy lining up offsides. You didn't have a guy not knowing what he needed to do, and you have to you know, waste the time out because you're in the wrong formation or a guy didn't get into motion in time like we saw on Christmas Day with Richie James. It's just like the players didn't necessarily like Eric Bieniemy at the end of the run because he was just kind of a douchebag. He just shot it straight. You know what I mean? He didn't have like that player's coach mentality like Andy Reid did. He was a guy that came in and made sure, hey, this is your responsibility. This is what you're supposed to do. Are you doing it? And are you doing it like you're supposed to? And I'm going to test you on it. I'm going to quiz you. And I don't care if I hurt your feelings. This is your job. You need to know it. It's my job to make sure you're ready. They don't have that. Like that, like that's what I feel like is is missing in this offense and this team just all the way around. You lead the league in penalties as well. It's ridiculous. All, all right, all, Chiefs <laughs> losing the second round of the playoffs. Uh, that was really sw- sorry. I was trying to find the mute button. Um, second round of the playoffs, huh? Um, so, you think the Chiefs beat who'd be the wild card team right now? Like the Bills, right now, or they, Miami? Like that can go either way. Yeah, right now it would be the the Bills is who they'd be playing right now if the season ended today. Ended Where would you set the line right now if the Chiefs hosted the Bills this weekend? Probably Bills Where two at? and a half. Where It'd be at? in Kansas City. It'd be at Kansas City, but it, Kansas. It's, I'd say I, Chiefs two and a half. I'd say Chiefs one. Okay. Right, but I mean, I guess that's a that's a bad example because we've seen so many playoff matchups with the you know the Bills and Chiefs that have been crazy tight. Yeah, it's just you. Exactly. You're right. Like more than past years, we don't I look at this the, Chiefs team. I'm we don't look at this Chiefs the, team like. You know, they're a, I don't want to say legitimate contender because they have Mahomes, but they don't have the aura around them this year that they have had previous oh, years. For sure. For sure. Because right now, right now, it is, if the season ended today, which we have two weeks left, so it's not, Ravens are one, Dolphins are two, Chiefs three, Jags four, five is Cleveland, six is Buffalo, seven is the Colts. That is how the oh playoffs would be right now. So I could see the the Bills end up getting the five seed. So pretty much the Bills and the Browns switch spots here. 
I think the Browns lose another one before the end of the year, and Chiefs would play Cleveland and win that, and then they would go mm-hmm. play uh, Baltimore. The next Baltimore. Year. I will. I will say right now, I don't think the Chiefs beat the Browns. I, I can't argue. Flacco. That. I mean, legit, Brown, they can't the Browns. Score. They cannot. The Browns, score. the Browns' defense is so good. It is insane yeah. how good they are. Like I don't like legit. And this is saying this with Patrick Mahomes. Like you never thought you'd doubt him. Like I think ten points is like what they would score in that game. I mean, they might not score a touchdown on offense. Right now, it's hard to argue. Yeah. yeah. you Like, you literally can't. I'm the, the biggest Chiefs fan on the show, clearly. But, like, there's no argument that can be made here. Yeah. Also, I got into the playoff machine today. Rabbit hole. Trying to get, oh. our, par- trying to get our parlay to hit. And? um, Basically, so the, so the Dolphins is easy, right? Dolphins, you win this weekend. You win the division. Yep. Bingo. Jags Just happens that they play Baltimore, you know, no big deal. To- totally for sure. <laughs> um, Jags, like you win out against, like I already said, Panthers and Titans, you win. If not, you need, like, even if they go one and one, then you need Texans and Colts to lo- each lose one, which I think the Colts lose this weekend to the Raiders for how hot they are. And then Colts and Texans play next week. So we'll see. But I I also think the Jags find a way to win out. So there's that. But then it comes to the Falcons, right? Falcons would have to one win out and Bucks would have to lose out. It's the only way. Do it. And the Bucks play the Panthers week 18, don't they? Yep. That sucks. Yeah. That, That is why the Panthers, the Falcons lost to the Panthers, crushed it. They're gonna like legit. They well, might, you know what? They no, might no. To be fair, the Panthers are playing better ball. Um, they should have they taken Green Bay to overtime. They should have taken Green Bay to overtime, but they didn't snap. They didn't weren't able to spike the ball, and then we don't know anything could have happened. So I mean, you know, uh, could happen. I mean, it could it could go into. I mean, if the Saints win, Saints beat the Bucks this weekend, and the Falcons. Who did the Falcons play? Sorry, who did the Falcons play? Probably like the Bears. Bears, thank you. They can beat the Bears. Awesome right now. They are playing awesome. Which one uh, between the quarterback and the uh, Falcons quarterback? Who do you think has a better game this weekend? Sorry, out of who? So Colts versus Raiders. Yeah. And then Falcons versus Bears. Which one of those quarterbacks has a better game? That's interesting. Why are you asking this? Just curiosity. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. You know, a long time ago, Austin, I was talking to someone and they were in the. Um, headspace of making a championship run in fantasy football. Uh, the mm. team I had was in the headspace of selling out on the season, yeah. and I had Gardner Minshew. And I mm. told that person if they were going to win a championship, there's only one guy that can do it, and it was a gift. Gardner Minshew going, ta-da! See, I almost don't want to win just so I don't have to hear you brag about that. <laughs> How uh, I I won you your championship by trading you Gardner Minshew? <laughs> yeah. Because you traded, like you owe eight. me this trade. Come on, man, you owe me this trade. Just make the trade. You're welcome. Because you're welcome you, you for traded for like now six. My turn. You, you traded for like six quarterbacks, and the only one that's like still <laughs> playing is Garner Minshew. And then I had to go buy Joe Flacco for fifty fucking dollars, and nobody Worth else did. Every and I wasted penny. money. God, just an absolute head case. You didn't waste <laughs> it. Though, so right? stressed. Didn't I didn't waste, waste it. it, but it's just like. Damn it! Like yeah. I thought, I thought there were gonna be more bids, and this is the one where it's like, nah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're right. Good. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Um, let's it'll all be part of the it. documentary. Can't wait to go over it. Yeah, exactly. But let's get into it. 
I mean, we like I felt like today, starting last night with the Kansas UNLV game, is when I was like, okay, it's officially like bowl season. Like this is where mm-hmm. like it's like it's after Christmas now, and it's like there's games and it's like high scoring or just a lot going on. Um, yeah. That's it. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I've just looked, and USC is actually beating Louisville right now. Yeah, they are. Um, man, it's, Tulane Louisville's not well. punching them in the mouth. They're not. They're not. That's how you beat USC in a bowl game. You yep. got to do what Tulane did, hit them in the mouth. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Never forget. So, <laughs> Easiest never bet ever. <laughs> Easiest bet ever. All right. Um, let's dive into it. Um, Austin, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so uh, quite a – a slew of bets here that I have. I think I've got 13 on um, on here right now, and it's pretty much even between uh, college and NFL here. I go, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six college, and then that means seven NFL, right? Do a little quick math for you. So yep. let's go ahead and get started here. Kansas State, I have them favored in by two and a half versus North Carolina State. Arizona versus Oklahoma. Arizona's quietly been good all season, been putting up points and been successful. Oklahoma, you lost your starting quarterback in the transfer portal. I don't really know what your team is going to be like, just to be completely honest. But Arizona, I think you're still looking solid, so I'm taking you favored by two and a half as well. Mizzou versus Ohio State, I am taking them plus three um, at the the New Year's game or New Year's Eve bullish. It's not even that. It's on the 29th here. It's on Saturday in Dallas. Got some buddies going to it, so that's going to be fun. Huge Mizzou fan. Again, taking Mizzou plus three. Then Georgia versus Florida State University. I think the spread on this game was like 19. A little too big for me to just kind of go for in a bowl game, but I did feel comfortable taking the over here at 44 and a half. Um, I know Florida State, their quarterback just decided to hit the transfer portal like earlier this week, maybe late last week. And it just it kind of puts you in a spot where – what is Florida State going to look like? How's this offense going to move the ball up and down the field? We saw them struggle uh, in their conference championship game and the ACC game, excuse me. I don't know how it'll be against Georgia, but I'm taking it 44 and a half. Yes, sir. They also, they're starting, or there's Coleman, their wide receiver just entered the Clear. draft. So he's out. Yep. Their running backs out. Like, I mean, this whole team, all the stars have just quit. say yeah we don't need this yeah, yeah. i think jared i remember saying too, this i believe who jared versus the DM. Oh, and versus out as well yeah, yeah so i'm just like first round pick, I, so. I was just like these guys i think i said this during the podcast too where i was just like they're just not going to give a shit like they just they, there's no there's no reason to so, again, taking the over here, 44-and-a-half, Georgia versus Florida State. And then Oregon versus Liberty, I'm taking the under at 67-and-a-half. I think that's going to be a fun game, but I don't see Liberty scoring a lot of points against Oregon here, mainly them putting points up on the board. Uh, so, next up, I'm taking Alabama plus one-and-a-half versus Michigan. I think Alabama wins this football game. I think they win it uh, handily as well. And we're sitting here kind of looking at it like, oh, my God, Alabama uh, has completely shocked the world, and this is going to be an absolute – terrifying team to face in the national championship game a uh, quick question for you guys though about Oregon uh, is Bo Nix playing I don't feel like I've heard anything no. about him not playing okay so I feel even more comfortable than with that being the under uh, either way so just wasn't sure about the powerhouse or what we'd see from Oregon's offense I'm wait not sorry about he is it's playing more, yes yeah but oh, okay I, I'm still good with the under but I just I wasn't sure if he decided to opt out or not because I'm not necessarily worried about Oregon scoring I don't think they put up 70 points themselves right but I don't think Liberty puts up much uh, in terms of offense against those teams. Yep. 
Cool. Right, hopping into my college bets. I'm taking SMU as a 10.5 point favorite against Boston College. Uh, my opinion, SMU probably should have been the G5 in a New Year's Six Bowl over Liberty. Just my opinion, if it, they, you know, after they beat Tulane. They should have uh, been, but my I think why they weren't, to go off of Florida State stuff, SMU's quarterback stone quarterbacks broke right. his leg. So, yeah. So probably, but I mean, probably. but they also beat Tulane with their 100%, backup. So hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I think I I do think SMU got done dirty. If you look at their schedule, they got beat by like Oklahoma, and it's like and that's it a close, very right? quality. Yeah, it's a very quality loss. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, also going to take the team over of Arizona, twenty nine and a half against Oklahoma. Big Wildcat fans, as everybody knows, uh, going to have a little faith in Phil Longo here taking the Badgers. Team over of 20 and a half. So three tutties for Bucky. I am putting all the faith in the world that uh, Tanner Mordecai is playing and Phil Longo could just scheme something up. Like, dude, we're giving you a month. Show me something. So this bet is not so much win, more of I want to feel something and I want hope for the Badgers offense because it was booty this year. Uh, no Braylon Allen and the Badgers will be without two of their top three wide receivers. So it's kind of a big ask. Maybe in garbage time they get up to 21. Uh, just like Austin, I'll be taking Bama as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I also think Bama wins this game outright because you're giving Nick Saban a month to plan for Michigan. And Michigan plays the ball that Saban was playing eight years ago. He knows it better than Jim Harbaugh does. I think he finds a way to stop it. And Alabama is just a different team right now. Uh, also betting in the college football semi semi is going to take Texas first half, two and a half. We didn't talk to Austin about Texas. Oh, I'm getting an eyebrow. I'm getting a shake. We're not talking about it. It's Austin's team folks. We, we can't talk about it. We're not talking about it. He doesn't have an opinion. What are your guys' thoughts realistically? I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think whoever has the ball last wins. That's why this is a first half. Texas two and a half bet because the final line scares me. Trees, but who do you? And think those are my college bets. So Trees, you can just explain and then go into yours. Go ahead, Austin. Sorry, you're saying something. I didn't hear Dan say who he thinks wins. He just said his answer was whoever has the ball last. Yeah, but I want to know who you think that is. Um. Well, let's see here. I would imagine that Texas wins the opening. Uh, the coin toss, so they'll defer to halftime. So um, depending how much time of possession, I would imagine Washington will have the ball last. Yeah. You, you're on mute, Austin. Sorry, what was that? You Dad Nabbit. <laughs> let me let me let, let me check my math Darn real it. quick. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I was about to be like, and that's how you do your math, folks. No, there I think go. Texas has a real chance. Um, I think you know, since Steve Sarkeesian's been in this situation multiple times before where this is all kind of new to Washington, I think that does give them a little bit of an edge. He's prepped for a college football playoff game before. So, uh, I mean, I I would like to see – honestly, this is a game where, also, I know you're a Texas fan and I want your teams to do well, but I'm going to be happy no matter who wins this game. Like, I'm just going to be happy that there's a new team in the the finals. I uh, Yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah. All right. Expect that. Okay, I'm up. I also have like 13 games because I love this. Week, you, you, so, so what about the Texas Washington game? I'll get to it. 
Yeah, don't God. get that. I'll get to it. Yeah, man. I have it. I have cl- it. Cliffhanger. All right, yep. everybody keep listening. Okay. I'm also taking Kansas State <laughs> at minus two and a half versus NC State. Um, Kansas State's actually missing a lot of people, which makes me a little nervous. But NC State, I've said all year that they're trash on the road, and this is obviously a road game. Um, so give me Kansas State here. Uh, I had to get involved in this Arizona-Oklahoma game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So I just decided to take the over, and I'm going to just root for points just like how I was uh, for that Kansas-UNLV game last night. Um, another game that I'm super excited for, Missouri-Ohio State. I'm also taking the over 48 on this. Like, I just think there's going to be points. I don't care that Ohio State's missing a whole bunch of players. I think they're going to find ways just to score points, and Missouri's going to score points. Um, Next, Memphis plus 11 versus Iowa State. Fun fact, I actually took this bet, Moneyline Memphis, because I think Memphis finds a way to beat Iowa State straight up. But in this, in our thing, we don't do money lines, and because it's not worth the risk, so we're going to just take them at plus 11 here. Uh, next one. Did you, neither of you guys bet on this game? I don't think you guys did. And that's shocking. Ole Miss Penn State going to be a fantastic bowl game. I got um, I got scared about the the defense of Penn State against this Ole Miss offense and, and really wasn't sure how it would pan out. So I Penn, Penn State's like D end and cornerbacks are I've opted out. Like I think Penn State's missing way more players than Ole Miss is. Ole Miss has some momentum going right now with the, yeah. the transfer portal. I think that this game is huge for them, and it's not that big for Penn State. I think Ole Miss, again, straight up wins this game, but I'm going to take them at plus four and a half. I don't see how they, they can be four and a half point dogs in this game. I just don't see it. So taking that, um, because Bo Nix is playing, I'm taking Oregon at minus 17. I think that Oregon wants to end up on top with a victory after that tough loss against Washington. Uh, Troy Franklin, the wide receiver, did opt out and is going to the draft, but Oregon has plenty of weapons there. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee, Iowa, like the clash of like high-powered offense versus defense is like this game should be fun. Uh, Joe Milton just opted out of this game, which is hilarious because he's like a seventh-round draft pick at this point. Like, I just don't see, like, how, like, what what's the point of that? But, like, good for him, I guess. Uh, but I'm going to take Tennessee at minus five. Uh, I think that they find ways to put up points. I actually like their, their their true freshman quarterback. has only played a few in a few games. But, like, every time he's throwing the ball, it, it looks smooth. And, and, again, it's only, like, 30 to 40 throws altogether. I watch a lot of Tennessee Vols games because my neighbor is a Tennessee Vols fan. And, like, we just end up watching those games. And it's, it's weird. I don't know why I continue to watch them. But here I am. Um, this is where we go different, folks. Um, Michigan, Alabama. I'm taking Michigan. Minus one and a half, and I feel, thank you. I feel great about this. I see. Thank you. I see no way Michigan is losing this game. They're not losing three semifinal games in a row. I don't care that it's Nick Saban. I don't care that he has three weeks to prepare for this game. Michigan is not losing three semifinal games in a row. Give me Michigan minus one and a half. What if third time's the charm, huh? Yeah. yeah. What if Jim Harbaugh's more? Worried about coaching the Chargers with uh, Dobbs as his uh, GM. Maybe. They go way back. Maybe, but I'm taking Michigan there. And then let's get into the other one, Washington, Texas. This game's going to be awesome. I really wish that these guys were not playing each other this game because I really want this to be the championship game. Uh, Pac-12 forever. Washington. 
plus four and a half. Let's ride. But who do you think wins the game? Literally just said, oh. No, you said Washington plus four and a half. That's not winning. Pac-12 forever. Okay, he's got Washington. Go dogs. Washington's winning. Actually, I don't know. I don't feel great about it, but I, I, Austin, respectfully, I will be rooting for Washington in that game. <laughs> respectfully. Hey, respectfully, fuck your team, dude. <laughs> no, it's just like my, my conference. My conference. I didn't say that. I just said like if I will say this: if Texas wins, I will then be rooting for them in the championship. What is it? Was it Ricky Bobby? With wow, all thanks. due respect, Glad. Mr. Dennett. With all due respect. <laughs> Listen. Listen, there's four teams. I have Texas ranked number two. So, like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. And you just picked it. So, who's number one? Washington. Washington, obviously. Mm. Obviously. Obviously. Pac-12 forever. Pac-12 forever. That's yeah. right. It'd be a good t-shirt. All right. That's fair. Yep. Okay. All right. Happy Rest four years. Almost so, five. We're do our NFL bets, dude. Yeah, let's get to NFL. Yeah, let's get to our NFL. No more sad boy. Uh Starting off with Jets versus the Browns. I'm taking the over at 34 and a half. I think this is going to be a fun football game. Hopefully the Browns can, can carry over what they did last week against the Texans. This Jets defense has been good all year. But, hey, Joe Flacco, boy, oh, boy. Can't wait to see the performance you put on against this defense with that powerhouse of an offense that you have got going here right now. Lions versus Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys favored by six. I looked at this before the show. I've been betting against the Lions, or should I say for the Lions, about eight times this season, um, maybe about six, because a couple of those were included in my parlay. And uh, I've lost every time I've bet against the Lions because I wanted to take the Lions plus six here. Now that I've said it and called it out, it's been heard. Cowboys are going to lose this game. But right now for my bets, I'm taking them minus six against the Lions. Bills versus Patriots, I'm taking the under 40 and a half. Rams versus the Giants, I'm taking the Rams favored by five and a half. I'm sorry about it, Giants. That was a tough loss against the Eagles. Tyrod Taylor being your starting quarterback again. It looked like it brought in a little bit of a spark. That downfield attack was there. Your defense probably got robbed uh, on a couple penalties. I didn't really feel like penalties. And same with your offense. I feel like the Eagles, they got the victory. But I also feel like they just kind of narrowly escaped with it as well. But coming into this week against the Rams, they are just all fire right now and things are clicking on both sides of the ball, taking the Rams favored by five and a half. Next up, Eagles versus Cardinals. I know I just kind of shit on the Eagles there against the Giants. Doesn't matter because now you're playing the Cardinals and they freaking stink. I'm taking the Eagles favored by ten and a half. Our Falcons versus the Bears, taking them plus three. Not really sure who's the starting quarterback for the Falcons is going to be because uh, I just saw that uh, Heineke is now listed as questionable. Not sure what we're if we're going to get another Desmond Ritter redemption here if Heineke or Heineke is able to power through. I know Dan Kiefer's getting a little excited on the other side of the camera there. Let's take it easy because we're still it's an audio sure. only podcast. Nobody can see that <laughs> exactly. Last, my last bet of this week is going to be Packers versus Vikings. I'm taking the Packers plus two. I'm oh, kind of shocked to see the Packers as a dog there. But I was, I was bet. as well. But uh, speaking, of, did you guys see the Jair Alexander um thing Hilarious. today? Hilarious! Holy! I crap. saw the alert, but I didn't see what necessarily happened. So, um, so he's from Carolina. Mm-hmm. Last week, uh, the game against the Panthers was in Carolina. He was not one of the captains. He went out to the coin toss anyway. He called it. And they won the toss, and they're like, what do you want? It's like, we want to play defense. Or like, we want the defense out there. And they were like, are you sure you don't want to defer? Because if you just say defense, then, like, 
you're going to kick off both halves. And he's like, yeah, that's what I said. And it's like, everybody was laughing. at him. He's like, yeah, dude, because you're an idiot. And apparently this is like not the first time something like this has happened. And he's just like openly telling reporters, it's like, yeah. Ooh, fella. <laughs> and now he's suspended for a game. <laughs> and now he's suspended for a game. So uh, things are not or, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. From so the uh, then of course, NFL. Yeah, from the Packers. organization. Wow. Um, so then I don't know if like, obviously I have a lot of Packer fans. I follow living in Wisconsin and there's a bunch of them. Like, can we suspend Joe Barry for detriment to the team? Like, and then there's another one that uh, said, okay, fine, I'll take care of this shit myself. And they made an email that was just joeberry at gmail.com and it showed them signing up for DraftKings. That's awesome. <laughs> By the way, he's good. Alexander's going to get traded this offseason and some team's going to get a fantastic corner because he is so good. You think he's going to be yeah. traded? Why? Because they, he's clearly wearing out Green Bay. Like, yeah, he was inactive when he'd been practicing, but like a couple weeks ago and now there's this like he is it is not going well in there it 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 screams he needs a fresh place to be didn't he just sign a new deal like two years last year i thought yeah yeah that's got new england written all over it i was saying he's got pittsburgh written all over it Mm. like this seems like the kind of crazy mike tomlin can keep has kept uh under wraps Um, but trace have you done your nfl bets yet i have not no, okay. only you have. So I'm going to dive into mine oh, real quick, if that's shit. all right. Yep, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, first game up, I'm going to take Dallas at home. Six-point favorite against Detroit. Dallas is a much different team at home. They're coming off a painful loss to my Dolphins. Our Dolphins? It's in our parlay. Our Dolphins. Uh, so I think this is a big bounce back. Also could be a dip game for Detroit coming off the high of finally getting that monkey off their back that, uh, you know, that – division championship they've been chasing for 30 years detroit cannot get the one seat i believe so they're not really playing for a whole lot anymore so i think this could be a look ahead game dallas can catch them on monday night football gonna take the over 49 and a half washington commanders and the 49ers 49ers are super pissed off after that display getting absolutely boom roasted by the baltimore and the perfect remedy for that play the washington defense that's the worst defense in the league folks and it ain't close. So if you got 49ers on your championship team for fantasy football, would recommend playing them. You were going to do it anyway. Washington's going to be starting Jacoby Brissett. And uh, offense will look better with Jacoby than it did with Sam Howell. So uh, hopefully you didn't trade for Sam Howell in your dynasty leagues. Uh, next game, going to take the Rams as a four-and-a-half-point favorite going to the Giants. Once again, I think the Rams are just very hot right now. Uh, going to take the over 40-and-a-half New England and Bills. With Bailey Zappi under center, New England has an offense? Question mark. Uh, Hunter Henry should also be back for this game, which is a big boost in New England. And Bills, of course, we know they're going to keep scoring, whether or whether or not it is to Stephon Diggs. Last game, this one's for our man, Mr. Treese. This is also a heat check for me personally. I am taking the Jags team over of 20 and a half points. Three touchdowns for either Trevor Lawrence or C.J. Beathard. It's just a heat check, man. I'm putting good vibes out there for you. Jags over 20 and a half. Love it. Love it. All right, okay. My turn. Uh, Let's start off with Raiders plus three and a half versus the Colts. I mean, the way the Raiders are playing for the last two weeks, I don't know how you – I don't know how they can be a docs. That's that's basically what it's at. Uh, All of us are on the Rams 
So it makes me a little nervous, but Rams minus five and a half versus the Giants and Tyrod Taylor. Uh, over 46 in Minnesota Green Bay because both of these defenses are not good, folks. They are not good, especially Green Bay's. Like, Green Bay's is really bad. Um, and then I'm going to take, unfortunately, I am going to take the Texans at minus four versus the Titans. Don't want to, but CJ Stroud coming back. I just don't see how the Texans lose this game. So give me the Texans. I also realized I have not done my parlay, so that's fantastic. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm realized all, that as well. Fudge. Hey, I, I've always filled mine out as you guys are talking about your bets. So Perfect. it's been good. I've hit uh, hit hit my three game back to back weeks. So well then why don't you go right now then, bud? Because I only yeah. have two legs done so far. Uh, all right, so first leg is going to be the Jags over 20 and a half against the Panthers. Leg two, but coming before leg one, is going to be Bama. Actually, after. Uh, Bama as a one and a half point dog. And our third and final leg of the parlay is going to be, what the hell, we'll take Arizona team over 29 and a half for our Wildcats. Love it. Absolutely love it. For me, I'm going to go Arizona favored by two and a half versus Oklahoma. Rams favored by five and a half versus the Giants. And then the Falcons, our Falcons, plus three versus the Bears. Are we still down if it comes down to the Falcons? Like if Miami wins the division, if the Jags win the division, and it comes down to Atlanta and New Orleans week 18, Atlanta's winning in. Are we going to like watch that together? Yeah, for sure. If if it if it comes down to that, yeah. And I don't know how the out. noon. I don't know how that noon three o'clock is going to work out. If Miami doesn't win this weekend, and them and Buffalo is like for the division, they'll probably flex that into prime time. But yeah, they would. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I would assume this is what I would assume. I would assume yes. That's you know correct. what that does. I know. Yes. I would assume that they're going to put the Bucks game at 11 and they'll put the Falcons Saints game at the two at three or three year guys time. Yeah. Sorry. At uh, the three o'clock. So then if the Bucks lose, then that game actually means something. That's what I would. That makes sense. All right. My turn. Uh, I'm just, man, all mine are late. I'm taking the Sunday night game. I'm taking over 46 in green Bay, Minnesota. And then I'm going to go right into uh, over 48 for Ohio State, Missouri. And then I'm taking Michigan minus one and a half because I know you guys aren't going to let me put that in the five leg. So I want to ride with it with the three leg here, taking Michigan minus one and a half. Is everybody playing for Missouri? Yeah. Are Sick. They? I think so. That's huge. I'm is, this the, right is this the biggest game in Missouri history? Uh, For recent, like, yeah. I mean – Texas, Oklahoma like, coming to the SEC, Old Miss getting better. Um since the Georgia since the days recruiting. Since the days of our Lord and Savior Blaine Gabbert, this is definitely the biggest game. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like because <laughs> I know he hates him. Has done better in terms of recruiting. Um they got the number just, one recruit in the nation, didn't they? Missouri? No, I don't think they did. I think they might have. I think he's an edge. He was the number one recruit in the nation. Yeah, I don't think I really so, that if that's the case. I, I will say it's not a ton of starters, but they do have fourteen players that entered the portal that are not playing. 
but looking at it, like none of the offensive players are starters and I'm just not going to go through the defense right now. So um, don't know about any of the defense players. Yeah. This uh, um, William. Oh God. I'm sorry about this ahead of time, fella. William uh, Nawari, N-W-A-N-E-R-I. That sounds right. Uh, number one. Ooh, God. Number one uh, edge. Number one in the state. Number five national. But he's still a five star, six six and a half, two sixty. That is a healthy eighteen year old boy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, kid from Kansas City. They did. I mean, on their Instagram page, they do say the number one recruit in the country is a Mizzou Tiger. So I guess it depends what site wow. you go by for recruiting rankings. But either way, yeah. that's that's huge for huge. Missouri. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Love to see it. That's probably their highest recruit since what? Uh, Green Beckham. Blaine Gabbard. No, Green Beckham. No, was the, the receiver that they yeah. have right Green, now. Well, Green Beckham was the number one. Back in the day, Dorian Green they, Beckham. I was gonna say Dorian Green, Doriel Green Beckham. Yeah, yeah, he was Titans legend. <laughs> Titans legend. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Damn. Anyways, all right. Okay, let's crazy. do this. Five legs. You guys all choose one that you really, really like. Packers plus Duper Spikings. Oh, I hate that. Do you really? Why? Because I just Packers are falling apart. Because the Packers defense is so bad, but we're gonna ride with it. Uh, Dallas six point favorite against the Lions. Okay, and that hurts me because I, I like the Lions and I don't enjoy the Cowboys. Um, but I think it's a good bet. Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss minus or sorry, Ole Miss plus four and a half. Hell yeah! I don't think did I bet Ole Miss once this year? It's been a long time. I mean, I used to bet them every single week. I think you did at the beginning of the year. I mean, only if it's like only you did on Thanksgiving. You go back and look. Did um, I win? No, I lost. <laughs> well, egg bowl, egg bowl, yeah, fucking egg yes. bowl, man. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah, you did there. Uh, that was the only time, actually. Uh, I just miss, honestly, guys. I really miss betting on Purdue. I really miss it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay, we got two more to go here. Let's figure out where we want to go. Um. What do we have so far? We have uh, Packers plus two. We have Vi- or sorry, Dallas minus six, and Ole Miss plus four and a half. Okay. I like. Yeah. Mm. I don't hate over thirty-four and a half Jets Browns, if we're being honest. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I could see that being 28-7. I could see that being 10-7. Could also see it being 10-7, which is why but, I don't love it. But if you guys like it, like, let's ride. I mean, I, All right, I no, no let's look at, I mean, I li- okay, so I like Treese's bets, but I feel like I need to fade you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Austin, it doesn't make me feel like it's fine. No, it's fine. Like it's like, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I will say, Austin, we both have Kansas State minus two and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say I like that one, and or the over at sixty one for Arizona Oklahoma. I'm good with either of those because I have, I have Arizona's over, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I just didn't know what to do with Oklahoma, so let's uh, do over sixty one. Let's do over right. sixty one, and then because yeah, I I want to watch that game, so like. The, 
yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a bet that's like, did you both bet on the Georgia game? No, you did not. I did not touch the Georgia game. I'm just trying to see if there's something you yeah, guys I both bet, bet Georgia uh, I, under. Yeah. Oh, no, you both had Dallas, but you both had now. Dallas. Dan, why yeah. don't you pick another one? Because you both have Cowboys, so we should be putting that in anyway. So we can just say that that's like the mixture one. So okay. why don't you take another one of yours? So. Yeah, I like your uh, over 49 let's... and a half. Washington Niners. All right, yeah, let's put that in. 49 and a half. I, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So All right. That call I mean, I think it's safe to say no, I that I just San Fran's going to score in the 30s that game. Agreed. So, and, and can without, Jacoby Brissett out, score 14? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, this offense is way better with Brissett than it is Hal. So, yeah. Okay, so I like that a lot. Good call on both right. of your guys. Okay, so Packers plus two. We got over 49 and a half Washington versus Niners. We got Ole Miss plus four and a half. We got over 61 Arizona, Oklahoma. And then we got minus six for the Detroit game. Uh, is this this is like our last big week of college football. This is. I mean, the next one is yeah. gonna be only champ. Next week will only be the championship game. No, I think there's a couple like second tier mid-January bowl games. I don't think so. Not by Wednesday night or yeah, the only we only have games from January first. You're not gonna be able to see it. January first, and then the next one is oh, January eighth. Yep. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, this is the last time we can bet college football besides the championship. <sighs> you know, you never know what you have until it's gone. Go through this every single year. It hurts so bad. I just don't want it to be over. That's Saturday's game. I mean, why does the end of fantasy football and the end of college football have to be right next to each other? Yeah, I don't want. I don't like it when things I love leave me. Okay. <laughs> me either. God. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Uh, hope you guys had a great holiday. Hope you guys have a great New Year's. Be safe. Uh, tonight we've been talking football.